Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome everyone to another episode of the Weekly Planet Podcast, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason! Hey buddy! What's happening? Nothing! Bad news. Oh! We're cancelled. Oh! April Fool's! Whoa! <laughs> what a roller coaster of emotions. I tell you what. Yeah. How was your April Fool's? Nothing happened. <laughs> because we're adults, remember? But did you go to a website and there was something slightly different and you went, oh, that's that's a little bit annoying? No, I just stayed off the internet for like... <laughs> In fact, I got up after midday, so, you know... <laughs> you missed everything. I missed everything, yeah. Oh, it's the worst time of the year for the internet. It really the is, yeah. April Fool's, yeah. Mm-hmm. The either, because your, your website's either, they do some hilarious joke, which is, for some reason, some people still fall for, but mm-hmm. most yep. people are like... This is clearly a fake thing. It's like Google's invented a vacuum. <laughs> it's Google vacuum. You can and vacuum around your house while you're on Google. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, and then people get... are like, I don't know if I'd buy that product. <laughs> I mean, I like the search engine, but come on, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then you get other websites who are like, oh, we're sick of April Fool's. We're sick of it on the, on the internet. We, it's so uncool. So you get those two sides of it. I think we fall into that camp though, don't we? And it's also the worst time of year to die. Or to actually have any kind of... Like, if you're getting engaged or something like that, just leave it. Yeah. Leave it for a day. It's really inconvenient. That's it. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's get into it then. Okay, then. We've had our April Fool's fun for this year. Oh, so good. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mason, news for this week. Ninja Turtles news. I'm ready. Get this right. I'm ready. Two of the actors have been replaced in Ninja Turtles. The... The people under the Ninja Turtle suits. Oh well, that that'll, that'll stay. All the mocap stuff. The Great. guy who played Splinter, which is, do you remember the little guy from Seinfeld, Kramer's friend? Yes, he was Splinter. Okay. Uh he's no longer the voice of Splinter. And the guy who played uh, Leonardo, who I don't know whose name, but he's like, can you imagine the most generic blonde guy that you've ever seen? Yes, I can. Yeah, that's that's him. Okay, great. So, yeah, basically, two of the voice actors. Two of the voice actors. So Splinter is now voiced from the the guy from Monk. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Okay. And the other one, Leonardo was voiced by none other than your favourite, Johnny Knoxville. That's an interesting choice. This isn't an April Fool's. Okay, I was going to say, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on edge right now. I'm going to be paranoid through this whole episode that everything you say is one of your wacky April Fool's scenarios that you've been saving up all year. So, yeah, what do you think of that? That's all right, I guess. I mean, 
It's you know why people people will be up in arms about that. Why? Because Johnny Knoxville, crazy daredevil. Leonardo, not a crazy daredevil. That's true. You'd be like he, Johnny Knoxville's either got to be Raphael Culbert Rude or Michelangelo Party Dude. That's right. That's I think that's that's exactly what people are saying. Also, Johnny or Knoxville. Splinter, alcoholic rat. <laughs> Do you watch Monk? Monk? No, is it still on? It can't still be. I, on. Can't, I don't think it's still. I don't on. think it's still. It's on. one of those shows where the main person in it has a severe mental kind of barrier uh-huh. but and, and you know verging on disability but they craft a whole show around it yes. <laughs> there's a lot of those if you yeah, notice that I have yes so yeah no I'm, I'm, I've never really watched it so yeah I, I mean I guess it's okay I, I don't I'm not really fussed to be honest well we didn't it's not like we've heard some incredible voice acting yeah from whoever it is that's right and now we've had that taken away from us and now it doesn't matter they're probably no. all fine that's exactly it and you know this this isn't uncommon for it to happen either I think they replaced uh the guy who's one of the guys in Two and a Half Men, he was originally one of the, the voice of the planes in the movie Planes. Oh, yeah. So that's a classic example. That is a classic example. <laughs> but the, I think the most famous one is the guy who played uh, Darth Vader, David Prowse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he voiced Darth Vader when they were filming it. And he thinking just, he was going to be the was, voice on film. Yeah. Which is odd because you could barely... like I've seen a bit of that, that raw footage, Mason. Uh-huh. And it's just him going... It's, <laughs> you barely understand him and he's not threatening in any way. Right. And he's not an actor that guy he's like a stunt man he sounds like he's trapped in a cupboard yes exactly and then he was replaced with uh james l jones and but he didn't find that out until he saw the movie wow and he was not happy i think he was probably doing a bit of to his family or his friends like (laughs) look you can't see me under this costume but you just wait you'll hear that beautiful david prowse voice it's such a nuanced performance Mm, yeah (laughs) so yeah i I went do you know he doesn't get any? Apparently, he gets he has got no money for Return of the Jedi. He signed something, which means he gets a certain amount of of the of the profits. But he gets a letter every year that says something like, "We didn't make any profit. We didn't make yeah. any yeah, profit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. which it, is ridiculous. It made like five hundred million dollars at the time. Right, right. But I think it's it was some loophole where it was like the gross profits or something like that. Okay. So they're like, "Well, if we include marketing and blah 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 <laughs> and all this, we never made a profit." So I guess every year they put $500 million into the advertising budget for Return of the Jedi yep, Blu-rays yep. or something like that. So nobody makes any money. Yeah, I, I've heard that. That's a... That guy is, is, that, that guy's been screwed by Star Wars for like 30 years. You know, George Lucas didn't trust him with the Darth Vader Luke father secret. Yep. So Mark Hamill knew at the time, George Lucas pulled him aside. He's like, hey, listen up. Uh-huh. Darth Vader's your father. Didn't tell David Prowse. Right, Again, right, right. didn't find out till he saw the movie. <laughs> well, I think if you... No, that's that. I, I think that is a wise move on Lucas's part. I agree. Because if you haven't told... Look, if you've, if you've started on a bed of lies and you haven't told the guy that he's not going to be the voice and then he gets an unpleasant surprise when he brings everyone he knows to the cinema. Yeah. He's probably going to spill any secrets you give him, so it's probably best not to give. That's him any. exactly right. Was, that's what I do. And there was another thing. I think David Prowse also leaked something in relation to Return of the Jedi before it came out. Uh-huh. There's like this weird rivalry between him and Lucas. Right. And I remember before the new prequels came out. It's a real David Goliath situation. It feels like about twenty minutes ago we started talking about Ninja Turtles, so it doesn't. It sure does. <laughs> but yeah, just um, before the new, uh, I think it was. The last time it came out, Revenge of the Sith came out. He's like, well, obviously they're going to get me back because they got Chewbacca back. Right, right. And it's, it's people are going to be outraged that I don't get good old David Prowse in the suit. Uh-huh. It's like, well, to be honest, David Prowse, good on you for 
all your achievements at cinema and uh-huh. whatever. I mean, I don't know what your voice sounds like, but uh, you know, yeah. not you. But they could literally get anybody for that. Which Correct. they ended up just using Hayden Christensen in the Darth Vader Because he's suit. the same height. Well, no, he's actually a bit shorter. I think they healed him up. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, because you know Vader's got his legs chopped off, so they give him extra long legs. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. That's exactly it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Also, they should just swap out Chewbacca, the guy in the Chewbacca suit. Yeah, they could do that, couldn't yeah. they? But then he'll stop releasing all those secret onset photos from the 70s or whatever uh, he has. Oh, yeah. He has an archive of That's true. old photos, yeah. I mean, good on Peter Mayhew already and everything, but P- Peter May- Mayhew cannot run or barely walk now. Oh. He's, like, super tall and he's all, like, kind of, his legs are all fucked up. Oh. But yeah, sad state of affairs. Well, um, that's the most people anyone's talked about David Prowse in several years. So <laughs> you're welcome, Prowse. Mm, anyway, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so there you go. They've replaced those guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great or not great? I'm indifferent. I'm also indifferent. Good. Mm-hmm. Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four news, Mason. Uh huh. They've found their Doctor Doom. Is it a lady this time? Well. Lady Doom. <laughs> no, there's no... The Doomettes. It's no Doomettes. That was a rumour at one Doom point. Doomalina. That, that rumour got way out of hand, right? Mm, yeah. With the Lady Doctor Doom. Did you ever think for a second that was going to be the case? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I could see that. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, when, when, and again, when... I'll be fine because it's a... Cinematically, it's a, it's a Z-grade franchise. Yeah, so. exactly. The guy that they've got is a guy named Toby Kebbell. Are you familiar with Toby Kebbell? Not at all. He's in... Uh, I've got a picture of him for he's you. He's a country music singer. He is, yes. Right. He's in, uh, he's in an episode of Black Mirror. You know the episode of Black Mirror where they get the chip in their head that records everything that they see? I remember that one, yeah, yes. Yeah, that guy. He's a great... And I think he was in Rock and Roller. Which is a we've had um, some previous Black Mirror casting news from that, that's gone to Hollywood. You right? know it, yeah. You re- you recognise this guy? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You, you know right. So yeah, he's uh, I think he's thirty one or thirty two. Uh-huh. Um, I, he's also in the a British TV show called The Street, which is a, a a really good kind of British drama. Hmm. Well, he was in that. That show isn't on anymore, or it is. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's a great choice. I think it's he's a he's a really good actor, hmm. and I think he's going to bring something to that role. That being said. They're going to just David Prowse him. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's interesting when a British actor is cast, I think, in a Hollywood film. Yeah. Because you... Like, if you see someone on British TV, they're always very quite... They're always very British. Yep. Like, they're not they're not Hollywood perfect. You know, they've got scraggly facial hair and kind of... They're pallid and pale and they've got bags under their eyes and et cetera, et cetera. Are you talking Ricky Gervais syndrome? Yes, I'm talking exactly that. <laughs> But they must, be, you know, have to see them and go. Okay, well, if we, they're good actors, so we'll have to just fix all of that, and they'll look incredible. <laughs> and they good, do. That's a good eye, American casting directors. You know who's, who, you know who's a really good example of that. Ewan McGregor. Mm. Initially, not not that he was ever a bad looking bloke, but he was kind of a scraggly kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. kind of sickly looking dude. Maybe that's just my memory of him from Trainspotting. But even other stuff he was in around then. Mm. And now he's like super handsome, quiffed hair. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, also, more Doctor Doom news. Yes. It's rumoured. Are you a fan of the Doom... He's attacking New York right now. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Doom bots? Yeah, I love a Doom bot. Well, rumours of Doom bots, Mason. I bought one at a garage sale the other day. <laughs> Cleans my house. Occasionally destroys my house. Ah! Poor programming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it might be Doom bots in this uh, upcoming film. Okay. I think that's courtesy of Nerdist website or something. You know okay. Nerdist. They I'm aware of bunch it. of shit. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, there you go, Doombots. Mm-hmm. For those not in the know, the Doombots are like the uh, Iron Legion, I guess. They're like Doctor Doom's Iron Legion. 
He's got a whole bunch of copies of himself. Yeah, and they all they all think that they, they are, are Doctor oh, yeah, Doom. Oh yeah, that's true. There is difference. Well, they think they're Doctor Doom until they're in the presence of the actual Doctor Doom, and they're like, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh god! Oh sorry! This is oh this is so awkward. My whole identity. Oh. <laughs> How embarrassing! It's embarrassing for me. <laughs> so yeah. Like, wait a sec, you programmed us. <laughs> it's embarrassing for you. <laughs> it's real rude. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Mm. Any thoughts on that before we move on? Nah, it's fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've said the Fantastic right thing four. there. Yeah. It's fine. Sure is. There's a new Captain America suit though, Mason. Oh, for Avengers 2. Yeah, there's been a whole lot of set photos leaking all mm. week. Yep. All over the place. An all week leak. <laughs> That's right. A lot of them I'm not really interested in. I'm like, oh, okay, there's Black Widow's stunt double on a motorcycle. Blah, blah, blah. Who sure. cares? But you see the new Captain America outfit, and I think it looks pretty cool. Bellissimo. You like it? Big it's fan. Because yeah, I know one of the big problems you have with Winter Soldier, your least favourite Marvel movie, <laughs> is, <laughs> that, is that... Steady. Is that um, the, the suit isn't very uh, comic book appropriate for the Captain America. For, 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 the, for, the, for that particular style of Captain America. Are you talking... What are you talking, Winter Soldier? Or yeah, you know, no, you know, the Winter Soldier's got the the old kind of blue suit, the, the, the stealth suit. suit. Yeah, yeah, stealth no, I suit. like that. Yeah, oh, you do like it. Yes. Didn't you say you didn't like no. it? No, oh, I'm confused. You're so, they... I, look, I have many opinions on costumes. Sure, mm. but this one seems like a mix between that and the World War Two era. Yeah, suit. Yeah, it looks real good. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with it. I think mm. they've finally found that balance that they need in uh-huh. a kind of modern day Captain America suit because mm. they certainly didn't strike it in the Avengers. Correct. That Thank is, you. That's for shiz. That, yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Check those out online, comicbookmovie.com, Mason, mm. if you would like to see those, which you have. That's the official website of this podcast. Correct. Mm-hmm. For now. Oh. <laughs> I think would be naive to assume that they'd let us just keep doing this. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, there, what, there is some other Marvel news, though, Mason. We're going to get an email that's like, April Fool's get cancelled. <laughs> P.S. It's not April 1st anymore. You actually are cancelled. <laughs> The uh, Kevin Feige has talked about uh, the the future of Marvel mm-hmm. and how they've got it mapped out up to twenty twenty eight. Up to twenty twenty eight. What do you think of that? It's way too far in advance. I agree. It is very far in advance, but I think it's good to have a rough idea where you're going. I mean, these things are subject to change, mm-hmm. but you can now work stuff in now, which comes into play later. I mean, as long as it's not choked down and self referential and it kind of bogs in on itself or uh-huh. whatever. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think yeah. it's good to have an overall outline. Mm. I mean, by then we'll have like eight different versions of Batman and, you know, right, like, right. You know or whatever. But no, I think, it's, I think it's good to think. Maybe it is too far ahead, but it's nice that they're putting some thought into it. Maybe they're sort of following the pathway of like a Harry Potter film yep. where they can get some like kid actors or whatever and yeah. then have them grow into whatever role. I sure. think that could be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In 2028, um, Robert Downey Jr. will be 63 years old. Great. So yeah, there'll be a new Iron Man by then. Oh no doubt. They've they've talked about before how they're doing it like a James Bond kind of thing where they can just cycle somebody out. Yeah, yeah. which they've been known to do in the past. But at the same time, I reckon Robert Downey Jr. will look great at sixty three. Absolutely. If you said he was sixty three now, I'd be like, oh yeah. (laughs) Wait, I don't know. I don't know what that means. (laughs) But I think he'll look good as a 63-year-old. Sure. How good does bloody Harrison Ford look at 63? He, he probably looks, looks great. He looks all right. How old is he now? He's like 70-something? Uh, I think, yeah, he's 72 or something okay, like right. Yeah, yeah, something like mm. that. Yeah, sure. Look, I, I'm not against it by any stretch, but I think they also got to look at, look at it from the perspective of are the kids going to come out to see a 63-year-old Iron Man? Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. They'll get whoever's young and cool then. Mm. I can't think of... Who's a kid actor who everyone loves? Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> 
That reference is still fresh, right? So fresh. Okay, good. So fresh. Mm. So yeah, there you go. I think that's very exciting or not exciting. Yeah. Well, although, like, comic book wise, yeah, because that's fourteen years. Yeah. Comic book wise, like, everything in the Marvel universe has happened in the last. You know how there's a sliding time scale for comic yeah. books. Everything in the Marvel universe has basically happened in the last ten years. Yeah. So it's weird that they've widened that out even further. Well, that's true. But you know what else there is there is to it. Over the next fourteen years, there will be a lot of comic book stories written that mm. they'll want to incorporate into these movies. Yeah, so yeah. this will be subject to change based on that. Yeah, yeah. These movies aren't going to follow the last however many years because they're, they're, a lot of the films are basically it's the last ten years of film of uh-huh. comic books that have been written right. in real time, R- roughly. Give yeah, or take. Yeah. They borrow from every year or whatever. But there's going to be a lot of stories which will no doubt influence these movies. Hmm. We've got a whole lot of comic books that we haven't even read yet, Mason, that we'll probably think are, are okay. Sure. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so make that a movie. Yeah. Something we think is okay-ish. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Oh, also, there, uh, Kevin Feige. Also, it, w- it was mentioned that he was having a discussion with James Gunn about the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh-huh. And they're talking about the inclusion of a villain that they're going to put in, which they didn't name, but they're having an argument. James Gunn was... Like we're is it put... Taserface? It's Taserface, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, it, this villain is in a throne, and it's got rockets on the bottom, so it's a flying throne, and uh, Kevin Feige's like, just put, like, gravity discs. It doesn't have to be rockets or whatever. Right, right. Who, what villain do you think it is who would have a big rocket throne? Well, rocket throne. Ah. <laughs> the... uh... I'd like to think it's like a 21st century version of the wishing chair. <laughs> the oh, classic, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the classic Eden Blight and Tail. Uh-huh. I mean, people are people are assuming Thanos, because yeah. I'd imagine he's the kind of guy that would have a rocket throne. Yeah, yeah, totally. Sure, you could have a throne. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a character who. See, I I would any like uh, Metron from the DC universe, one of the new gods. Okay, got, yeah, he's got a rocket. They get him in. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of who the Marvel version of him is. I'm gonna think on it, and I'll just shout it out during the episode if I think of one. I got one for you. Okay, I'm ready. I think it. I think it is Thanos. Yeah, but what about Modok? It's not a really a throne he's in. He's in a kind of... In Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, why not? Nah, he's, he's very Earth-based. He's very Earth-based, but he looks incredibly weird. And I think it'll be... It'll, oh, okay, it'll make more sense, sense to yeah, yeah, yeah. say he's got a space influence than this horrible monster whatever. What happened to that guy? What's his deal? He's, a, he's an AIM experiment. Okay. And Go he's on, got a right? lady friend called Modam. Oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember first seeing him in the Iron Man 90s TV show and uh-huh. being like... What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like this horrible monster. I think that's part of his strategic, <laughs> you know, that's that's part of his battle strategies. He just rolls up and be like, what is What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. I also thought it could be um, C-3PO from Return of the Jedi when he flies Absolutely. around in the chair. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Could be R2-D2 with his little jets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. we're good at this, aren't we? It could be a villain from a James Bond film yeah. and James Bond has pulled the ejector seat on the car and it's ejected the bad guy from the car and he's just shot into space and he's been flying through space forever and now he's a Marvel villain. He's achieved immortality. I hope that's how he explains his origin as well. It's like, yeah. well, I was in a car and then I was shot into space, space and now I'm a Marvel villain. I would love that. Yeah, see? There you go. All right, Mason, that's pretty much the news for this week. There might be more news, though, because as you know, because you're here right now, we're recording this on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. I don't like to record on a Saturday, but you backed me into a corner. I did, yeah. Uh, because, you know, I feel it's too far away, but at the same time, who cares, you know? it's technically still Friday in the US. Oh, yeah, so it is too. News could be happening. Yeah, right yeah. now. We'll miss out on news. We'll look like right idiots. <laughs> what if something... something oh, we can't have that, can we? What if something... Yeah, exactly. 
What if something's something fantastic for something? Oh my god. What if it be- Doctor Doom becomes a lady again? <laughs> you know? Ms. Doom. <laughs> oh jeez, but Louise. Mm. Well, Mason, I just want to say a quick thank you to some people. Okay, please. Um, our Bandcamp website. Is it me? No. Oh. The... <laughs> I mean, thanks, I guess. But you I want made to thank you this you? mug. Oh. Yeah. You're a fucking mug. How about oh. that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I appreciate it. No, yeah, right. <laughs> Few people have donated to our band camp, uh, the Captain America um, uh, commentary track we did. Yeah, great. Uh, the Uh Benjamin Griffith. Griffith? Griffith. Is it Griffiths, but you can't pronounce the S? Are you yeah. okay? There's no S. There's an okay. S on the end. Uh, Sam McDonald, Nicholas M, William B, and Jeffrey C. They all donated money, which we really appreciate. Anywhere between $1 and $5, those guys pitched in. So, guys, really appreciate it. And, you know, what? I feel bad because... You spent I, it all on drugs. I spent it all on drugs. But not only that, I feel like it's it, we could have done better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like people we could have, yeah. So, the next one, the Amazing Spider-Man one, I've got some emails from people with some, some hints and tips. We're going to go all out on We're going to go all out. It's going to be the best thing on the internet. And we're going to make it so that you can listen to it without even having the Spider-Man film playing in front of you. That's a really We're going to nail idea. it. Because that's how be, Kevin Smith does it on Fat Man and Batman. You and that's be, how I want to do it. You could be going for a jog. <laughs> that's right. You could be doing another thing. Yeah. Shopping at the supermarket. Having a great, grand old time. <laughs> you know? Yucking it up. Fist fighting with somebody on top of a train, you know? <laughs> but Kevin... Sword fighting with somebody on top of a train. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably, that's... If you... Forget it. Okay, <laughs> I was going to talk about train surfing uh-huh. and the perils of train surfing. Uh-huh. But I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get into it. No. People don't train surf anymore, I think. Some, occasionally I see it on the paper where it's like, look at these local hoodlums train surfing. Danger to society and themselves, which I guess it is. But, if, you know, if someone's to climb on a train and fall off and kill themselves, it's not my loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and think about it. It's real cool. Like smoking. <laughs> anyway, Kevin Ely, though, he donated us $40. That's amazing. It's too much money. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't believe it. I, I emailed him and I said, is this, is this a mistake? If it's a mistake, I'm happy to refund you. Uh-huh. I'm glad he said no, because I wouldn't even know how to do that. But, yeah, exactly. But I would have worked it out. So I really, really appreciate that. Listen, That's incredible. Listen, we, um, we, we couldn't figure out how to refund you, so we bought you $40 worth of stamps and we've mailed them to you. You can use those. <laughs> So yeah, thank you, Kevin. Really Absolutely, appreciate that. That's, that's incredible. He said the reason he wanted to do it is because it pays for a couple of a uh, couple of months of the show, and um, he wants to trap you in the windowless box that we are. Right. Thank in. you. So yeah. Thanks, pal. Yeah, appreciate it. But he also was a bit con- um, confused about the donating system because I said there's a donate button. There's actually not. It's the pay now button. Right. If you okay. want to donate, hit pay now. But you know what? Hold off on paying until we do the spider bear one. Until we do else. a real, until a we real do a good, good one. one. Yeah, but thank you to all those people. Absolutely. All right, Mason. Well, we're, we're here to talk about something important. World hunger. Yes. Stop it. Yeah, come on, guys. Moving Let's on. get a burger in you. <laughs> Moving along, though. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. That's what this episode's all about, mate. I didn't see it, though. You son of a bitch! I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> you April fooled me. April fools, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, that that's that's exploded into cinemas across the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, massive openings they're predicting for the US. It's been I don't ma- like explode, exploding into cinemas <laughs> and massive openings. This has gotten weird already. You it's all the buzzword. Else? I'm trying to use the Hollywood buzzword. It's really moistened cinema, hasn't it? <laughs> it makes me seem more legitimate. Uh-huh. Don't you think? Makes me seem one of those cool e Hollywood guys. Oh, like, good point. Hey, everybody! Hope you like your bit, you know. Yeah, entertainment tonight style. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh, great. I could do that. 
Mm, you, you actually, you've got the hair for it, so you probably could. Sweet, thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> cool. All right, so Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Can I just talk about my experience seeing that initially? Yes. I'll keep this brief because it's not that interesting. But when we got there, I went with my two bros, uh-huh. my brothers, great Your guys. Your actual brothers? No. Oh. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> but I call them bros in the other way, you know? Yeah. We train surf. Great. <laughs> anyway. It's real cool. There was a big light or whatever. When I paid 50 bucks for the ticket, I've said that before because you got some bonus stuff. Stuff I don't want, so, you know, great. Mm-hmm. I got a limited edition Guardians of the Galaxy poster, which I'll never open. Maybe I'll give it away. But then giving it away would involve me posting it to somebody. And, you know. Well, we've got those $40 worth of stamps. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Just... I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there was a guy there in the, Cap- in the Captain America outfit. When you say guy, do you mean... A guy employed by the... Valid question, basically. By the movie theatre. Well, we weren't like, sure. Hey, it's me. We weren't sure. One of my brothers asked the, the, the ticket person, like, is this guy... Did you pay this guy? Or is he just a guy? They're like, no, no, we paid him. Okay. Like, okay. Relief. And so my brothers are like, let's get a photo with him. And I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't, I didn't end up getting a photo. But my, my um, younger brother, who's, as you know, he's giant. He's like <laughs> six foot two. Yeah. Stood next to this guy. And... Look, I'm not a tall guy by any stretch, but I towered over this guy. Oh, that's he was unfortunate. The smallest Captain America I've ever seen. So my, my little brother got a photo with him. And then my older brother um, goes, listen, I want to get a photo as well. But he, goes, he just goes to the guy, listen, which is kind of insulting, but I found it funny. He's like, can I just hold your shield? I just want a photo with a shield. So just kind of like the guy stood to the side of my oh. brother got a photo with the shield. But when he was taking the photo, my brother made a comment. He's like, yeah, America or something or whatever as, as a joke. And the guy's like, nah, mate, Australia. It's Captain Australia. It's like, dude, stay in character. Come yeah, come on, on mate. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Let's all mm. go along with it. But yeah, so that was very amusing for me, I thought. I feel if you're going to hire a promotional person yeah. for your premiere, yeah. he should probably be... There should be no question as to whether or not he is there for the premiere as a, <laughs> as a, as a, as an employee, yeah. not just a fan. Yeah, So absolutely. maybe get a guy who's six foot four or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. But you know, good luck to him, whatever. Uh-huh. He's making a bit of cash. So, Unless you know. he just works at the cinema. No, I don't think he did. Okay. There was also a Scarlet Witch there. Oh. Who we didn't... Uh, I don't think she worked there. Okay, you could have got a photo. You could have hover-handed her. Yeah, I, I don't want to be like... Because I'm pretty sure she didn't work there. Also, I don't I do not do that. It sounds really weird. But I don't like go up to someone going, Hey, can I get a photo That's with true. you? That's true, yeah. I feel yeah. like a real asshole. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah. If I walk past, I go, hey, nice outfit. And uh, I keep going. You know what right. I mean? That's true. Yeah. But at the same time, I really do want a photo with them. So it's that conflicting yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing, you know? <laughs> so you just walk past me like... And then you just keep walking. Exactly. You're great. <laughs> so, yeah. Some people, though, on Mason are calling... Oh, do you have anything to say about the opening when you saw it? Any amusing stories? I just went to the cinema. Oh, wow. What yeah, a journey. pretty great. Yeah. Some people are calling this movie, including Derek Gen- Jenza. He's a guy on Twitter. He's really good. He's in this band called Artificial Agent. He's a great guy. Huh. Check him out. Anyway, he's saying, and others, among others, that it is better than The Dark Knight. What do you think of that? I think they're two different genres. See, I, I think... I think The Dark Knight is in its own separate category. Fair point. It's more a dark exploration of the human mind. <laughs> Would you say they yeah, so they transcend different genres? That doesn't make sense. They don't transcend it? any genres, but... <laughs> no, I realised I, I said that, I feel, that was yeah, I feel The Dark Knight's kind of a psychological crime film yep. that just happens to have a couple of people in costumes. Okay. And a couple of stunts yeah. you know, that, are, that are more spectacular and so they've departed, but it's still... It's, it's more in that genre. It's got a truck flip. It does have a truck flip, you're right. I don't get sick of the truck flip. No, no. It's got <laughs> some uh, it's got some flying fox work. You know it's pretty it. great. My favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I I do not include the Dark Knight in in sort of that, that yeah. fun fun superhero category. 
Like okay. I, I really enjoy The Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert. Sure. But it's a fun superhero film, The Dark Knight. I don't necessarily think is a. Fu- it's got fun. It's got fun elements to it. It's sure. an enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't go. Oh, it's a, that's a fun superhero film. I'll sit down and watch. There's that really fun bit where Batman gets attacked by dogs. That was pretty fun. Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my arm! I wish I'd built this suit so I wouldn't be bitten by dogs." Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. So yes, how we're going to do this, I thought we'd go spoiler-free initially. Right. Even though by the time this comes out, most people would have seen it. And then we'll very clearly say this is the spoiler mark and right. we're going to spoil everything. Yeah, that's Including post-credit part. scenes and Easter eggs and all sorts of stuff. You were telling me, it's when you do a review of something, oh, it's really it. annoying yeah. to not be able to just spoil everything, yeah. right? I, I, I've said this before, I, I do not enjoy doing reviews. Yeah. Because I feel like I've got to churn them out really quickly and I feel like I don't put the effort into them that I want to do it. And I'm like, oh, I could have made that better or that funnier, I could have used a better picture and... 
that timing's off on whatever. And I, I, I hate it. Mm. So Because the natural instinct is you see the movie with some friends and yeah. then you just want to talk about everything about it. Exactly. You don't want to hold back. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is how it ends. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so yeah, in general, obviously, we both really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, do, how do you think it, it stacked up against other Marvel movies? I think it's way up there. I think it's. Absolutely. I think action-wise, it's probably better than the Avengers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Big call, right? Well, look, I think, you know, there's definitely something to that. Every action scene is gripping. None of them feel, felt like tacked on to me. Mm-hmm. Not that they did in the Avengers, but I don't know. They felt more that they did a lot of real stunt work and things like that. And I think yeah, that yeah. really helped, mm. you know? So, yeah. I feel that the, especially the, like, the martial arts, the hand-to-hand fighting oh, is so, so much better than anything else we've seen in a Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, absolutely. They're all, they're, I did think of you when I was in there, as I often because do. Because of my great martial arts skills. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's it? Where there, there is a lot of quick cutting in the, mm-hmm. in yeah. the fighting, but you uh-huh. didn't think, I know you don't like that. Did you? Did you? That no, I away? thought the choreography sort of overcame that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And it was cut together in a way where it made sense, the cuts. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. when they cut, a good a bad example of this is Taken Two, uh-huh. where it's just it cuts so quickly, and I'm like, I, still Taken, yeah, subtitle. <laughs> but like when it cuts, they like flip, so then they're standing on the opposite side right, of each right. other, and it, it's. But uh-huh. this, I thought, flowed really well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler, but you know, when Captain America initially he went into the army, he received, when Captain America throws his mighty, mighty shield, <laughs> sorry, um, that you know he's he's gone from a guy who's had some military training in the forties, yeah, he's been frozen over. He's had to survive, you know. He's he's unfrozen. He's basically gone directly into the the battle for New York. Yeah, and he's just been kind of a, a you know a kind of a a tough guy with a lot of grit. Yeah, who's punching his way through Nazis and then aliens. Yeah, and now he's he's received a lot of shield training. Yeah, and now exactly. He's, he is he's a guy who's you know he can very easily stack up against supervillains or what have you. you know, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's and exa- it really shows. I don't know I don't know if they the, the directors were just like, well we'll we'll ramp up the action choreography yeah. if they thought about that. Let's make him this kind of special forces operative now. Yeah. But either way. Either way it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. exactly, yeah. I mean they didn't draw attention to whether he'd had more training or whatever. But that's exactly what I thought. It looked like that he'd been spending his nights practicing whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, because even though he can thump a guy really, really hard Mm. But he still needs that those skills to kind of... Because he's going to come up against somebody who's a better fighter than him, regardless how strong he is. Mm. Getting kicked in the face really hurts. Sure does. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you think... Um, a, lot I, of more, I, a lot of more exciting trick shots, I thought. A lot of what, sorry? Trick shots with the shield. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. I still don't understand how that works. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. I bet if we looked right now, there'd be, there'd be multiple articles, you know, from science blogs about... The inexplicable physics of his shield. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I felt I, I was worried initially going in. Well, first of all, the directors, the Russo brothers, had mm. only done like episodes of Community and some other stuff, and I loved their work. But I was like, are these the that right makes guys? sense? We'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. Mm. Um, but I was like, oh, are these the right guys to choose? I don't know, but absolutely, they were the right guys to choose for this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nailed it. I was also worried that it was going to be like the Avengers light, because I remember reading an article on that. It was kind of like, yeah, we've got the Falcon, we've got Black Widow, we've got Nick Fury. It's kind, right, of like, right. it's kind of like the Avengers kind of B-team. I'm like, I don't want to see the Avengers B-team. No, exactly, yeah. But, lo and behold, every edition I felt was um was, was really, really good. I, I particularly liked... Um, the, well, Black Widow was great, um, but Falcon was, was an awesome edition. I, I think thought. it was a great character, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope we'll see more of him. I don't think he's going to be in the Avengers 2. But he'll no doubt turn up at some point. Maybe at a children's birthday party. Ghostbuster 2 style. Exactly. He's fallen on hard times. <laughs> so yeah, I think that, that, was, uh, that was great. Also, did you think 
I, I, I thought Iron Man and Thor didn't manage the Iron Man three and Thor two didn't manage to do this, but the as well the balance of between humor and and um and seriousness uh-huh. was was done was done well. It didn't like jump between. It wasn't as jarring. Like you know in like Thor. Where like his brother just dies, and then there's a, the phone call, the phone rings, and it's a wacky ringtone. Yeah, yeah. And in Iron Man, Tony Stark's love of his life plummets to her death, so he thinks, and then he's quipping like a few minutes later. That's true. Yeah. Like you know, mm, yeah. there was none of that. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Well, I think there was there was less humor overall. Yeah, I, I, I agree yeah. with that. But uh, that, I think that's that. I, I like that though. I think I think they f- they found the right balance, in particular for this style of film. Yeah. I'm not sure though. It's is it really a movie for kids? This one. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the gauge is anymore. Well, like, a lot of people get shot. In this. Yeah. But not only that, I think it's a, it, it would be Slash a little... kicked into engines. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. You know I love a guy getting kicked into an engine. But I, I think the plot is a little bit convoluted for, for a kid. That's very true, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a kid doesn't go for the plot, though. A kid goes to see Captain America throw his mighty I shield. Think, yeah. But it's, I'm um, talking young, young kids. I think... Any kid between like ten and late teens or whatever. The plot, the plot is a little bit elaborate. I think yeah, you're probably right. And it does tie into a lot of films, a lot of other films. And but at the same that. time, I feel you could. There, there's enough. Like, uh, think of say, I don't know, a Phantom Menace. Sure. That plot is very convoluted. Yeah. But and the action sequences are so few and far between that I think a child would get very bored. Yeah. I think you could probably go into Captain America. A kid could probably go into Captain America too, and there's enough. Yeah, the 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 action sequences keep on rolling. I yeah. think enough that a kid would not be bored. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I you've done a thing then. I have done a thing. <laughs> I've made a. I've had a thought and I've expressed that thought. Is there anything else you want to say before we get into spoiler territory? Because there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk about. Um, hmm. No, it was real good. Good costumes. Good, co- very good costumes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, look from now from this point on, let's say spoilers. So we okay, can cool. say whatever we want at any okay. point. Hang on, do I have any more non-spoilery stuff to you say? Just chuck it in the, in the spoilers part. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you know what? It did feel as if there were. You know, you know how we've talked about Thor: The Dark World. We have, and the entire universe was at stake. Yes, but it never really felt like the whole universe was at stake. Yeah. This there did feel like a genuine sense of danger in this film. Absolutely. I more so, that, even though it was just you know. It was the the stakes were lower. The entire universe was not at stake in yeah. this film, but I did feel it was there was much more tension in this film. Absolutely, they like really they, ratcheted up the tension. They did mm. tension ratchet. Yeah, tension ratchet. Yeah, tension ratchet. <laughs> All right, spoilers from this point. Oh, okay, spoilers. Here we go. I'm putting my hand down. Yes, that's the spoiler warning. Okay, good. All right. Um, what did you think of the? I'm you're obviously alluding to the twist that Shield was infiltrated by Hydra. Correct. Yeah, I thought that was incredible. Hmm. Did you? What did you think? That felt a little bit like Quantum of Solace style. Okay. Yeah, my six has been infiltrated by yeah, yeah. Quantum for decades and nobody's noticed. <laughs> uh, no, that's that. That was interest. That's an interesting twist on the whole uh, Marvel universe. It's yeah. changed everything. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people are going to go back now and look for Telltale signs yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, with Agent Sitwell, who's in it. Yeah. Who, who turns out to be a Hydra agent. I never liked that guy. Interesting. And I, I just thought because I have you ever said that in a video? No, I'm, I'm, well, got, I can't well, prove no it. Proof. Exactly, I can't no prove proof, it, mate. He didn't sit well with me. Oh, I tell you that much. But you know, like you see Colson and he's kind of happy-go-lucky, and he's whenever you know, Sitwell's got his own one shot, and I'm like, I don't really like this guy. He's kind of a dick. Uh-huh. And lo and behold, turns out he's a Hydra agent. Whether that was planned out all along or not, mm-hmm. who's to say, Mason? Correct. Yes. But he even got punched out in Agents of Shield. Oh. At one point, or knocked out in Agents Great. of Shield. So yeah, it's an amazing disparity between the Shield we see 
in Captain America 2 in the shield we see in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Are you talking because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is just set on a plate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that it's, it's like they're the weird backwater. Yeah. It does feel a lot like they're the... They're the special ed team. Or it whatever. feels like they're treading water between big films. Oh yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> last week's episode of of Shield basically leads into Captain America. Not like specifically, but you can see how next week, uh huh, there's going to be ramifications because right, of okay. how to the extent that Shield has been infiltrated and uh-huh. and whatever. And I I do think that show is getting better, uh-huh. but its budget constraints is notable. Right, gotcha. You know, but that's mm. it's it's TV. Yeah, what yeah, are you going to yeah. do? Mm. But I. I Initially, I thought the whole of Shield was pretty much like ninety percent of it was Hydra. Right. Uh, that that was my initial thought, and I'm like, "Wow, that's really going to change everything." But I'm not really sure. By the end, I was kind of like, "Oh, it's 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 some Hydra. It's right. Not, they're not all Hydra. Right. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think it is going to change the universe, but not as much as I initially uh-huh. initially thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about action sequences because we can spoilerize them now. You know it. Yeah. Okay. I like the inclusion of Batroc. The, yeah, at the beginning. The leaper. The leaper, yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and they got, they, you know what? They got him to leap around, but not in a ridiculous way, which I appreciate. And they, yeah. yeah. That was great. What a really good fight. They've incorporated a Captain America villain into yeah. Captain America, which was nice. <laughs> that was fun. They even got the, the uh, outfit accurate. No. Yeah, it was pretty close. He's purple. Yeah, he, was... had, a, he had a purple jumpsuit oh, okay, with right. a yellow stripe oh, okay, down that's, the front. Okay, that's all right. What then. do you get that? No winged face plate no, thing. No, no, okay. There were, there were elements Yeah, missing. no, I, okay, that was, but he was, uh, it was it was good to see and it was an excellent sort of hand to hand sequence. I thought it was really really good. And Steve Rogers can speak French. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, or did I? Nah, I didn't, didn't put it in the video. No, so you I didn't, can't prove it. Can't prove. So, there's yeah. no way to prove it. Yeah. Uh, as far as villains go, I, I even though he wasn't in as much as I thought he'd be, the Winter Soldier is a terrifying villain. Yes. Like just the way when you see him coming and how fast he is and how he can really hurt you quite a lot and uh-huh. kill you and stuff. Yeah, sure. Like he's the most threatening villain we've had in a long time. Mm. Like, in, like you wouldn't like when you'd see him, you just kind of you just want to get away. Like yes. you know what I mean? You don't want to go in close. Mm. And like that's evident when he you know goes up against even Captain America. He can hold his own quite easily against Captain America. Uh-huh. And in that bit where he's when the Falcon's trying to get away, you know, right. at the end when when they're on top of the and thing, he just grabs one of those wings, just tears one, tears his wings you off. You would it. think, and I didn't want to say this pre-spoilers, but I, you would think mm. that the wings would have something built in to counteract that. Like a, they're electrified or something. Anti Terry Offy. Yeah, anti Terry Offy <laughs> things. Yeah, they do seem very vulnerable. Yeah, like when you think Iron Man doesn't have any incredibly vulnerable wings to be. Oh no, he doesn't. Does he? No. <laughs> That's a really good point. You could just probably just have the jetpack without the uh, without yeah, the, the yeah, wings, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, but then, then he wouldn't be him, would he? No, that's true. Mm. He wouldn't be the Falcon. Nick Fury gets his own solo action sequence. Yes, his very first one. About time. And I think, yeah, I'm I'm glad that it's. I'm glad that it was great. It was not... a good one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was really super solid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Really tense. Very, incredibly tense. You had the machine gun in the car. That's what I'm talking about as far as like, the, these are great action sequences. That was yeah. super tense. Yeah. Like we know, we know logically that he has a few more movies left on his contract. Yeah. So he couldn't die. Yeah. Really. Or maybe he can come back as a whole. Well, that's what thing. I thought. I'm like, yeah, anyway, he could be dead. But yeah, then yeah. I also thought, oh, they killed Coulson, so and they brought him back. So does it matter even if he is dead? That's true, yeah. You know? Probably a bad move. Putting the machine gun inside the car. <laughs> don't you think? You don't like that? No. Yeah, fair Because point. the windows are bulletproof. Oh, yeah, good so point. So who's that for shooting? People yeah. inside the car? <laughs> That's a really good point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I was going to say, that whole... 
can't remember. Mm. Great action sequence. Oh yeah, the hover car. You know, he's like he's trying to activate the hover That's part right, of the yeah, car, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they never even ended up doing it. But I like, I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah, yeah. Where he's trying to get the car flying, and yeah, it just yeah. doesn't fly at all. Mm. Doesn't fly with him, mate. You know, I get it. Yeah, yeah. you get it. So mm. I thought that was great. You know what else I loved? What's that? There was a Zola. There was he was a mind in a computer. Yes, and you know I love a mind in a computer. I know you do. I know you <laughs> it's know. My you love thing. a face on a computer screen. Yeah, you love that. That was amazing. Mm. Bringing back Zola, I knew he was coming back in some capacity. I thought he'd be in flashback, but it, it was terrific. Scene. I thought he'd be in like a Wolfenstein, <laughs> yeah, like big clanky robot. Man. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good too. That right? would have been great. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame that he was killed off so quickly though. Yeah, true. Yeah, I loved all the old like nineteen seventies computer technology. Yes, his whole mind is in that entire room. Right, right, right. That was fantastic. That that was a nice little twist. I thought as well. Chuck and Zola. In. As soon as it booted up, I'm like, oh my god, it's Zola! Uh-huh. Ah! I was like that. Yeah, yeah. You ruined everybody else's movie going experience. <laughs> I did. And I also loved the Gary Shandling twist. Me too. <laughs> Who doesn't love a Gary Shandling twist? And that also makes sense because Gary Shandling hates Tony Stark. Right. And is a prick. And it turns out he's a Hydra agent. Mm. People, um, well, I think maybe it was just me. I gasped when, he's like, when he said, hail Hydra. I was like, <gasps> couldn't believe it, mate. Wow, couldn't believe go. it. So that was that was terrific. Crossbones, <laughs> though. What do you think of Crossbones? Wait a second. The guy who gets all burnt up, who beats up the Falcon. At oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. What's his real name? Can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah. But yeah, that guy will become Crossbones at some point. Ah, oh, that makes why, sense. I, assume. I did like the appearance of Patron saint of this po- podcast, Callan Mulvey. Oh, yeah! Jurassic that's right. from Heartbreak High. You know it. He's, he's just been cast in Batman vs. Superman as well. Really? Yeah. Wow, he's making waves. You know it. Good for him. Yeah. Mm. Patron saint. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Mm. So, yeah. Really, really cool. I was uh, uh, a little bit disappointed that there was no Red Skull. Even though... I kind of hoped that Robert Redford would be the Red yeah. Skull. Uh-uh. I mean, Robert Redford. <laughs> You know? I know what you mean. Mark Webstyle, they've cast him. Yeah. Because right. he's got a name that's similar to the, the thing. Did you enjoy the inclusion of Robert Redford? Yes, yeah. very much so. Isn't he the best? Yeah. They are, did, uh, I think Robert Redford spoiled months and months ago that he was the villain, though. I didn't see that. Yeah, so he's just one of those guys. He, you know, he doesn't... He's, you know, whatever age, he doesn't care. If also, like... I think back in the day, that wasn't as much of a concern. Like, you'd be cast as the villain. You'd be like, well, I'm the villain in this. And then, like, yeah, you exactly. would see how that played out. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. But it. nowadays, it's very important to it's all get cloak- down under wraps. Come on, man! It's all cloak and dagger, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all cloak and dagger. Mm. So, do you think that it really does change everything in the Marvel universe? Well, they've destroyed Shield. The Shield is gone again. Well, some of it. Wait, do they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they? Is that going to be reflected in Agents of Shield? I believe. Bearing so. in mind, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know whether I answer this or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it will. But everything's been destroyed, right? All the all the intelligence is gone. Well, or in the open, yeah, right, right, pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it changes everything in that sense. But a shield is still there. You know, it's still it's still a thing. I just think people just have less trust in it, uh-huh. or or whatever. But apparently, it's going to be reflected in the next Avengers movie uh-huh. because the Avengers won't really have the backing of. Shield. They're kind of in more an independent team, like the A Team. Right. That was the comparison uh-huh. brought. So yeah, I think that'll be interesting where you can't rely on your shield base. And and of course the Avengers Tower makes a very brief appearance in in the in the movie. Mm. You know when all the guns are targeting stuff? Yes, yes. It targets the Avengers Tower, which was of course the Stark Tower. So they've still got a base of headquarters, but that's for all intents and purposes, that's Tony Stark's tower. Yeah. He can do what he wants in that tower. Exactly. Yeah. Well all they've got is Tony Stark's billions of dollars. <laughs> that'll be 
<laughs> they'll have to tough. get by. They'll have to get by, yeah. 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 What about the after credits scenes? Oh, yeah. You got some uh, Baron Von Strucker. That's true, yeah. You mm-hmm. got some Loki Scepter. Yeah, we did. You got some Scarlet Witch. And Quicksilver, and Quicksilver. Yeah. They yeah, looked yeah. like really scary dudes. And they look... Quicksilver especially looks better than Days of Future Past Quicksilver. <laughs> yes, that is the case. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're being mind-controlled by Loki's scepter? No, I think they're just... Uh, no, because I think we would have seen... We would have seen some element of that. We would have seen, like, electric-y, power-y okay. thingamajiggies. See, I think that is the case. Okay. I think that's some of what's well, going on Well, you've called there. it, so <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've never been wrong before. Correct, yeah. Especially about that Agent Sitwell thing. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what else I thought was really interesting? Did they have the black eyes of somebody who's been mind-controlled? Uh, no, mm. I don't think so. Well, they, they had the crazy face, though. They did have crazy face, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a guy who wrote into me, and he said I could take credit for this, but I'm not going to take credit because I'm a fucking super cool dude. Yep. You know it. Uh, Jack Poison Lips Sheehan. Don't think that's his real name. But that's what he is. said. Okay. So, And you've never been wrong before, so I okay. No, that's right. Um, he thinks that uh, that Loki star could be being used to bring Red Skull back. Because Red Skull went into he space. He did go into space, didn't he? Yeah, yeah you're right. And, okay. th- and the staff opens portals and, and whatnot, and I'd imagine, and stuff. Right? That is an excellent theory. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Why, exactly. Why else would they be needing the, the staff? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to see Red Skull again in some yeah, capacity. Yeah. But I think that they're in the opening sequence of Captain America, Baron Von Strucker and all that. So yeah, I think that'll be kind of the opening bad guy. And then yeah, yeah. other stuff, mm. other things happen. Do you think Ultron will have will tie into... Zola. No. No computer intelligence? I think he's gone forever. I don't think <laughs> No, he's... I'm not saying they're the same thing, but I think the technology... Do you think the technology oh, I is, see, right. is linked? No, I'm going to say... Unless they can find a way that Howard Stark somehow had, had a hand in that technology, and yeah. that was brought along to Tony Stark, who then created Jarvis. Yeah. I think this is just going to be an offshoot of Jarvis. Probably. Okay. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Look, Mason, did you know, though... Yes, I'm ready. There were a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. I'm ready to listen. Iron Man mentioned Easter time is coming so <laughs> yes is that it, what you meant tis the season yes mm, okay uh, there are multiple oh, I've got a video on this online if you want to check it out as well or I could just tell you you could tell me with your words <laughs> there's multiple Iron Man mentions as we know Tony Stark's name dropped by Robert uh-huh. Redford they target him in the machine yep correct. they targeted him in. Um, he also you know the he he rebuilt the the, the helicarriers helicarriers they uh, repulsive because he now, got yeah. mashed in one yeah that's true yeah <laughs> he did not enjoy that no sir so yeah Howard Stark's death as well is also referenced. Um, that, that Hydra were behind Hydra it. Hydra were behind it. Mm. So it, initially, that was, a, that was a car accident. Well, it still is a car accident. Oh, uh, sure. But it's a Hydra-caused car accident. Mm. I thought that was really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to tie everything in. Tony Stark probably won't like that. No. Was it implied that the Winter Soldier did that? Uh, didn't, that didn't say. That didn't mm. say. Yeah. That'll be awkward. Yeah. In future. <laughs> Well, he's killed a lot of people that people like. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very awkward. Mm. Um, the Avengers Tower I mentioned. Stephen Strange rep- reference. Correct, yes. Yeah. He's one of the designated targets. That's it. And he hasn't done anything yet, or has he? We don't know. No. I don't think he's got the powers yet. No. Because otherwise they would have... Yeah. But I thought that was a really great reference. Uh-huh. Do you, you want to see that Doctor Strange Yes, movie, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I want to see if they're going to be... If it's going to be science that is indistinguishable from magic, or if it's going to be magic. Ah, you know what I, mean? okay. I think they're I think they're leaning towards it is magic, but there are oh whoa whoa it's magic you know <laughs> never believe it's not so exactly yep but some of it is uh but some of it like it can be explained by science to an extent right so like oh like this, Thor Thor yeah, style exactly mm-hmm. Thor style yes yeah long hair sleeveless t shirt fantastic Thor style uh Danny Pudi 
Yes, so there we go. There's your community reference. There's your community reference. Uh, if anyone who watches the TV show Community, he plays Abed in that show. Great show. Yep. And he makes an appearance. I loved that. I was like, great inclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, and I think because you know we we get we get the uh, the regular Stanley appearance. Yes, he's a security guard yeah. at the Captain America Museum. That Captain America gets fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's out on the streets. He's a very old man now. The cold will not be kind to him. People love the Stanley cameo. People yeah, in the yeah. cinema were like, "Yay!" When he. But what I'm th- what I'm thinking is because we also had an appearance from comedian DC Pearson. As the, oh yeah, as the I, didn't employee. Have, I forgot that. I'm yeah. hoping in the next film we get some sort of passing of the torch from Stanley to DC Pearson. How good would that be? That would be amazing. Because Stanley's got to retire from this eventually. Yeah, right? he does. I think we just get we just get DC. Why Pearson. DC Pearson more than anybody else? I don't know because he had a really ridiculous beard. He did have a ridiculous beard. Why. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, Helen Commandos were, of course, referenced mm-hmm, multiple yeah. times. You see them. You see their suits you do. and all that. You know the notes that Captain America looks at the start of the movie and it's got a list of things he needs to catch up on? Yes. That varies from country to country. Does it really? In our country, it's... we got ACDC. we got ACDC. we got Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Because I remember seeing that and being like, surely that's not a thing that everybody would want to catch really up on. You really say that? I missed that. It said Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. By the way, who is a wallaby? Spoiler alert. He's wow. not a real kangaroo. But I know um, overseas, I think they had some particular World Cup that happened. Oh, I see. And, right, right. And, and a bunch of other stuff. And That's cert- clever. Certain bands. And some things stay the same. Um, I think the Berlin Wall was a was a constant. Yeah. Uh-huh. All of them or whatever. But yeah, oh, that's, a nice little, that's a nice little touch. That's a nice little touch, I thought. I guess so. But at the same time, yeah, why is he... Who's referenced Skippy the Bush Kangaroo to him? Nobody. I think they just went, what's Australian? Uh, right. Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. You know what? Chuck in a... I think Steve Irwin might have even been on there. Steve Irwin was on there. Yeah, you're Chuck right. Chuck in a Crocodile Dundee 3, Los here's Angeles. The, yeah, here's the thing, though. Steve Irwin is, was much more popular in the US than he was in Australia. That's true, yeah. Mm. The first time I saw him, I'm like, is this guy a clown? Is this a joke? Right. And now he's dead. He's your parody character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we miss him. Turns out he's not. But it, it seemed like a very genuine guy. Good on him or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I once caught a stingray. Did I tell you that? No. I didn't pull it into the boat because it was an enormous and it killed Steve Irwin that time. Right. <laughs> it was the very same one and you let it go? <laughs> wow. I don't have hate in my heart. I, I forgive okay, even people who kill national treasures mm. and people who don't like the movie National Treasure. Treasure. Thank yes. you. There we go. <laughs> um, also, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. You see an appearance of Tommy Lee Jones briefly. A picture of him yep. in the S.H.I.E.L.D. bunker. Uh-huh. Also... Scarlett Johansson, and you can't really see this, I only saw this afterwards. She's wearing a tiny arrow pendant around her neck. Oh, indicating, Yeah. Oh, I thought arrow, TV show arrow. Oh, I yeah, thought she's just a big she's fan a big of the show. Of, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess they're in a relationship. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, there you go. Sharon Carter, his neighbour, of course, isn't referred to as Sharon Carter. No, they just call H- her Sharon. Yeah, Agent but, 13. Yeah. yeah, but she is from the comics. She is um, Hayley Atwell, who is Peggy Carter's niece. Yep. But I think they'd have to change it to great grandniece or something I don't think she could actually just be her niece no that wouldn't work at all Peggy no. Carter would be like 90 years old yeah so she'd have to be like 50 yeah did you like or... the, the aged Peggy Carter I didn't think it was great that was CGI man I didn't think it was great I thought it was as best as you could do it <laughs> I, no I, I think it, it, it looked it worked but I think she didn't look old enough Okay, yeah. She's supposed, how, she's supposed to be 90, right? She'd be she did not look like 90. She looked like 60. Yeah, fair point. I understand that she's a very attractive woman, and <laughs> you can't go too far. You don't want to make her a monster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she should not have looked like that. Okay, fair yeah. point. Because you'd still bang her, and that's Yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly my point. There was also a Pulp Fiction reference. 
Sam Jackson's grave. Gravestone has Ezekiel 2517 on it. That's it, yeah, exactly. Thank you for reminding me. That was a delight. <laughs> there was a War Games reference, the movie War Games. Correct, yes. Do you want to play a game? And then when, when you know that came up and Scarlett Hansen goes to Steve Rogers. That's a very popular <laughs> film, yeah. Yeah, but and he's like, yeah, I've seen it. Surely you wouldn't have gone back and watched War Games. Oh, no, it's war-related. Is it significant? a significant film? You know what? He might have gone. What happened in? What happened? You know, militarily. Okay. In the intervening time, Cold War, mutually assured destruction. Yeah. Films about that. War games. Okay, gotcha. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. So there. he watched War Games and Red Dawn. Yes, <laughs> and then Red Dawn remake. <laughs> so yeah, there's also apparently a Paul Newman reference in Robert Redford's fridge. There's a Paul Newman bottle of. Paul Newman's dress, oh, salad dressing or whatever. As we know, though. And there's it. a scene where he pulls it out. There's a deleted scene where he pulls it out. And he's like, I outlived you! Ha 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 ha! really is evil. He's an evil man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's you know what? Much... Redford looked really good in this film. Yeah, he's I thought best. he would have looked very, very old. And you know what? He was into it as well. Okay, he never. Yeah. He doesn't turn into a tired performance. That's he, true. He, he's great. Mm. He's got a new movie at the moment where he's stuck on a boat. I think I've spoken about it before. I've got a copy of it and I've got to watch it. Boat it's, lounger. <laughs> yeah, it's just him on a boat and, a, and, a, and he's trapped. Huh. Apparently, it's really, really good. And I love Redford. You know it. I know you do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. But I think that's that's all the um, Easter eggy things. Love know. it. That's some good stuff. You know it. Mm. There's one more thing I want to say and admit, and this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> you didn't see it? You're yes. just guessing about what happened? <laughs> you know the bit at the end where Steve Rogers wakes up after he's been beaten unconscious yep. and saved by the Winter Soldier? Where's his shield gone? No, is that your question? That's not. That's not because that annoys me. That's really. That's really got me on edge. The, the, the shield fell into the ocean. Where is it? <laughs> it's like a lake. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all right. Then. You can scour a lake. I guess you could scour. Me and a lake. you could scour. A I lake. would assume that it's a, they've they've built some sort of little homing device. Oh, it? they probably have. You, yeah, you'd yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. I would have. It was my shield. Yeah. Because that thing's <laughs> it's very expensive and useful. That's quite rare. You yeah. can't get another one of those. No, you can't. That's it. Anyway, what what annoyed you? No, it didn't annoy me. Oh, okay. But when he woke up, and... I just assumed it annoyed you because everything annoys. <laughs> that's <me. laughs> true. But next to him was um the Falcon. Yep. And when he wakes up, he goes. Steve Rogers says to him, "This is fucking embarrassing." He goes, on your left. Uh-huh. And everybody in the cinema laughed. And I sat there and I went... Because he went on his left. I know. Okay, and, I'm right. like, and I'm like, I don't get that. You didn't have to admit, you didn't have to admit that right now. Because you've since figured it out. No, I figured it out like, in, in, like, over the 30 seconds. But at the time... Because like, you were like, what does this mean in the cinema? Because <laughs> it was weird because everybody laughed. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, how the fuck do I not get this? I get everything. Right. Like, I don't miss anything. You're losing your age, man. I must be. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, right. It's that. I'm like, idiot. Of course it is. How did I not, how did I not get that? So that's embarrassing. Mm. I must be losing my edge. I think so. Yeah. Now you'll get it back for Guardians of the Galaxy. I have to. Mm-hmm. Sharpen that edge right up. Yeah. I think that, is there anything else we really want to say about that? Uh, maybe just, do you think Bucky will become the Winter Soldier? Well, he is the Winter Soldier. Do you think he'll become... Captain America? Yeah. Yes, at least temporarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of foreshadowed when he holds the shield at one point. Yeah, true. I'd like to see him as the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got nine films in his contract. And so yeah, at some point, Chris yeah. Evans has three left. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know how it works out. But yeah. Do you think they missed an opportunity? Because in the first post-credit sequence, in the mid-credit sequence, yeah. he shows up at the Captain America Museum and he looks at his identity yeah. on, on the big piece of glass. He mm. had the opportunity to smash that glass, and he didn't smash that glass. <laughs> 
That is a classic move of a man with no memory looking at a big piece of glass. (laughs) You're right. Smash that mirror. Smash that glass. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. Disappointing. How great was his metal arm, though? It didn't do enough things. You wanted to 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 fly off, didn't you? Wanted to fly off. Maybe a grappling hook would work. Yeah. Electrical discharge. Yeah. You know, something. It kind of... It, it seemed like it had like a little bit of a kick to it. It had a jackhammer like kind power of up Yeah, that kinda, was good. That, kind okay. of thing. But yeah, yeah that what I thought that was a really interesting element, especially when you pit Steve Rogers against him. He's, Steve Rogers got the shield, he's got the arm. It's kind of... It, yeah, it's, yeah, It's really, really cool. Mm. What great action sequences. Hand-to-hand so combat. Yeah. We mentioned that, I'm sure. Did we not? Knife fight. Great knife, knife fight. Great knife fight. Mm. He had so many knives on him. <laughs> <laughs> Too many? No, just enough knives. There's no such thing. Yeah, no such thing as too many knives. <laughs> no, yeah. that's it. Well, I guess we're down to the rating, Mason. Okay. In my review, as you know, I called it worst movie ever. Yes. Because the Winter Soldier was not wintry enough. That's very true, yeah. And you should have had a winter coat and a bowl of soup for an arc. Yes. <laughs> People, Mason, do not appreciate that. A bit of lengthy in their reviews. <laughs> I'm never going to stop, though. No, why would you? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, obviously for me, it, it is best movie ever. I was going to say best movie ever. Easily the best of the Phase 2 Marvel movies. Yes. Even better than um, The Hulk, The Incredible Hulk. Even better than that, yes. (laughs) Well, uh, would you put it up? So would you say it's a better movie than The Avengers? I'm going to need another watch of it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again, but I think it could very well edge out The Avengers as my favourite. Yeah, I I, I agree. And uh, and must be terrifying for DC to have Captain America go up against them in uh, 2016. Captain America 3. I think they should be. Well. They think they bloody should be because Captain America is now a massive kind of property. This movie is is set to break all sorts of April records Hmm. and they reckon it's going to make 100 million in the US over the weekend and all that stuff. So I think it's going to do some damage, man. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, I think as we've said, we've never seen Superman and Batman team up on screen before. We've kind of seen what Captain America can do at this point. Yeah. So, I don't know. You Which will you see first? Is my question. Whichever one I'm able to see first. Oh, okay, right. But if I had, if they were at the same time, yep, they're exactly the same time. I'd have to see the Batman vs Superman Correct. first. No trailer first to see. Oh, yeah. I see. Right, right, right. Yeah, but no, I like this so much at this point. Maybe Captain America. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. Right. But yeah, yeah. But you got your Batman Superman. You might be right though. You might have to. I might have to see the trailers first and see what's more intriguing. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, definitely one of the one of my favorite Marvel movies, if mm. not my favorite. Yeah. What if you... the Superman Batman trailer? There's any hint that they're in some sort of fist fight? I'm going to Superman Batman first. <laughs> I think you're in luck. Yeah, I think you're in luck. But uh, did you think it was better than the first Iron Man? That's one thing people are saying. Oh, not as good as the first Iron Man, or not as good as Avengers. Ah. Uh... I don't know, because I've seen the first Iron Man so many times yeah. now that maybe the all the suspense of it has worn off. Sure. Um, We're almost nostalgic for it at this point, Mason. Exactly, yeah. It's been six years. Oh, back, back in the day. Yeah. I don't know, I really enjoyed the first Iron Man. Yeah, but, me too. Mm, as far as like visceral action sequences go, like the Iron Man has very fun action sequences, yeah. but like a scene where you know he's flying through the uh, Gulmira and they shoot him down, yeah. and then he gets out of the pit and he... You know, dodges the tank shell and then he shoots the tank with a missile. That's a fun action sequence. That's great. But there's no tension to it. No. Because he, clearly he's not going to... It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that, Yeah, you're right. And so, sort of, there's no, there's very little tension in an Iron Man action sequence because he's got artificial intelligence and he can fly. Yeah. And he's got all sorts of weapons. Yeah. So he can just, oh, there's 10 guys. He can just calculate how to defeat all of them yeah. in a second. And then it's sort of a, a foregone conclusion. That's why the tension in Iron Man 3 was so ramped up, Mason, because he didn't have a suit. 
for some of it. For, yeah, that's a real good point. That is a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know, I think that there was much more. The, the action sequences in Captain America 2 are much more visceral. Yeah, And sure. kind of more tense. So yeah, absolutely. I'm going to give the edge to that. All right, then. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I, and I think the finale of this is better than the finale of Iron Man as well. The, bat, the final battle. It does make more sense. It does make more sense. Nobody yeah. just went insane. <laughs> They've been insane for a real long time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Robert Redford was insane that entire time. Yeah. And in real life. Mm. Twist. Twist. There you go. I feel like I feel like there's more to say about that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm, the well's empty for the moment, Mason. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't think that we won't come back to this well, though. Wells get replenished. Is that how that works? Yeah, from the groundwater. Yes. Mm. Good. So when the cinematic groundwater fills us up again... <laughs> Do you know, Mason, this is embarrassing. There was a moment in that where I didn't get a joke. No, I remember that. Okay. You told us that (laughs) a couple of minutes ago, yeah. Yeah. All right, Mason. You know what it's time for? Yep. What we reading? Oh. What we gonna read? Okay. Good news on what we reading, what we gonna read? What's that? Gabriel Bruton, the brute. Yes. He's the creator of our theme song. He emailed this week. Exactly. Yes. Creator of the theme song. He emailed in this week and said, hey... I'm going to do a what we read and what we're going to read. What a champion. I love that guy. I know. Very exciting. He also said um, he's got a friend who's illustrated his first comic through the medium of Tumblr. Can we give him a shout out? And you know, I've been culling the shout outs, but the brute always gets a shout out. Absolutely. Because he's he's, he's a great bloke. Uh, It's also his birthday today. So feel inclined uh, to do a shout out. I said that. Did I say that? No. Shout out. Shout out. Happy birthday, friend. His name is Micah, and his comic is called Blood and Lanterns, and that's on Tumblr. So everybody is check it that bloodandlanterns.tumblr.com? Yeah, possibly, yes. I Let's assume it is, I yeah. should have got the, Just Google that, and but yeah, go check it out, guys. Yeah. I support independent comics. Do you support them? Yeah. Yes. Great. Great. Thank you, The Brute. I'm gonna, that's going to be my what I'm reading. <laughs> you don't have one this week? I didn't think of one, no. Okay, cool. No. Well, I've got one, yep. and it's funny because uh, I was actually going to say this anyway, but then Josh Zingerman sent an email last week. Zingerman! Zingerman! Mm. And I was going to bring it up last week, but then we, because we did a Captain America episode. Mm. I remember that. Yeah, you were here. Yeah. Um, so we did Captain America books, but the one that he recommended uh, is called Black Science from Image Comics. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's about these... Uh, dimensionauts. Uh-huh. So they're astronauts that travel through, or yeah, astronauts that travel through dimensions, and they kind of have to fight to survive. And it's an amazingly illustrated book, and it's got a very compelling story. And uh-huh. I think they're about four to six issues in, and they go to like a weird kind of alternative World War One kind of world, and a world where there's like frog people and uh-huh. a whole bunch of stuff. And it's intriguing, and it's great. It's, it's Black Mirror, Black Mirror, Black Science uh-huh. is definitely one to watch, Mason, because I'm I like it, and so does Josh Zingerman. There you go, the Zingerman. Yeah. Since we're talking about... Uh, in fact, I've got one. Hang on. Yes. You said you already have one. You can't have two. No, I'm going to have two. <laughs> the rules have gone out the window. Until we get a theme song that locks this thing down, <laughs> anything goes. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about sort of World War Two era characters, what I'm going to read... Yeah. And I've had a little bit of a read, but there's, uh, I'm... You've just reminded me. So this has happen. elements of what we read and, and what we're going to read. Correct. <laughs> I've covered all the bases. This is a series called Manhattan Project. Okay. Uh, and it's from uh, Jonathan Hickman, who is a, a recently has done a really good run on Fantastic Four. Oh. Anyway, Manhattan Project is sort of about an alternate World War Two. Yeah. Uh, or the, uh, sort of a post-World War Two era where sort of the Manhattan Project, which was to create the atomic bomb, uh-huh. was actually sort of a front. I mean, they, they, they made the atomic bomb. <laughs> but also, it was a front for sort of all sorts of weird sort of, uh, you know, really strange and esoteric sort of science projects and sort of mm. weird. We're talking dimensions. We're talking monsters. 
We're talking Albert Einstein is probably a serial murderer. What? It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, it's good fun. All right. So, uh... What year is that from? What era? Uh, that's that's quite recent. Um, right. uh, that came out in 2012. The Manhattan It's happening. Point. It's happening right now. Oh, my goodness. Maybe Oppenheimer was the serial killer. I'm going to go or I've got to read it. I've got to reread it, but it's really good. It's super All fun. right, the Manhattan Project. Mm. Manhattan Pro- Projects. Projects. With a Z. Mm. Projects. Well, Mason. Yes? A couple of listener questions and shout-out this, this week. I have an ready. idea. Yes? For shout-outs. Yes? I thought we could turn it into a listener question segment where people write in, ask us a question. Uh-huh. It can be a personal question, preferably not, because, you know, who cares? Yeah, but, you know, a question about... Oh, hey, I'm interesting. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know about comics or movies or anything uh-huh. in general that um that they'd like to know our opinions on or like to share an opinion and then you know us to I like to hear opinions yeah mm. absolutely mm. so this week we've got one from uh, Joel Acklin mm-hmm. and he wants to know and I think we are going to do an episode on this what is your favorite comic book movie video game oh okay. he's got a couple here so I'm going to list these do they have to be movie video games or no just comic book video just says games. comic book video okay, games okay ready go, go um he and his roommate got the infamously terrible Aquaman game for his birthday I've never heard of that I've never seen that one me neither it's probably like PS2 era maybe okay yeah or it can't be recent surely no we, no um, his favourites are Spider-Man 2. That's a great one. Yep. Uh, the Arkham games, except Origins. Ooh, sick Origins burn. That is a sick Origins burn. Uh, X-Men Legends, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, though he's only played the first one. Which one did we play? Which one did we get one, bogged down It was down one. At? It was one, but it was like previous era. It was like, it was PS2. Yeah. So it was not good. No, we, we've talked about this before, but... Slogged through it like we were going to work. It was like yeah. going to work. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you fight Galactus at the end, right? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I like the colourful roster of characters. They were good. Yeah. My, one of my favourites yeah. was Captain America and the Avengers from back in the day. It was an arcade game. Okay. It was super good. It was like a Ninja Turtles kind of game. Oh, that's cool. Favourite character? Iron Man. Yes. Yeah. And so it was <laughs> you, you play, It was a four-player, so it was a four-controller four system. Sure. And it was Captain America, Vision, yep. weird beige Vision, <laughs> Hawkeye, Iron Man. And it was there was a lot of there was a lot of punching around. It was like a, a side scrolling brawlery kind of situation. Side scrolling brawler kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and there were also flying sequences. Ah so, like so Iron Man and the Vision would fly around and uh um Captain America and Hawkeye would have little like those little flying chariot Avenger flying hover bike things. <laughs> That's great. It's pretty great. Like battle And he would fight heaps of crazy villains. Oh yeah. That sounds um, really good. It was really well. It wasn't it was probably not great. Now don't go back. That sounds okay. Never go back. And the <laughs> no. villain was the Red Skull. So oh, yeah. really? At the very end. Very end. Wow, I'd never even heard of this. Whoa. I used to love those side scrolling beater up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles was obviously a classic example. Yeah, yeah. The Simpsons one was really good as well. Yeah. Like, oh, I that's remember, right. I remember. And being... you would you would fight the the end. You'd fight the Red Skull and be like there in a suit, and you'd be like, yeah, I'm the Red Skull, and you'd be like, well, this is going to be pretty easy, <laughs> and you'd thump him for a bit. And then he would appear and he'd be like, that's not me at all, I'm here. And then he would escape in his escape pod and the, the, the Red Skull you'd been fighting turned into a giant Red Skull robot. <laughs> it was great. What a twist. Yeah, it was a twist. Man, yeah. that sounds amazing. It's pretty fun. We should download some arcade games and play them together. Okay. Nah. No, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, I, yeah, I, it's I... fine, don't worry about it. I'll just, I'll just go home. I, it's hard. I mean, the, the more recent ones obviously stick in my mind. The Arkham games. Spider-Man 2 is a great game. Ultimate Destruction. Ultimate. Oh, that's a great one. Mm. Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Or is it Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction? Just I don't Hulk. know what it's called. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh-huh. It's the same guys who did Prototype. And it yes. feels very Prototype. Mm. And what's particularly great about that game, you feel exactly like the Hulk. 
Uh-huh. Like when you run, you don't have to dodge around cars or anything. You just plow through them uh-huh. and you don't slow down. You just drop your shoulder and go right through it. Yeah, right. And you can just move at incredible speed and you fight mechs. Yep. And you're leaping through the desert. And, and you can get a car and tear it in half and yes. use boxing gloves. Oh, that game was the best. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, though, the Iron Man game was not good no. on the PS2. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I think uh, nobody has really nailed the flying mechanics Never, that's behind true. a flying character, which. Oh, man, there's this game, I know we're talking about best, but Superman Returns on the, I think it was on the Xbox 360, but I played it on PS2, but apparently they're equally terrible. Uh-huh. People hate the Superman 64 game, right. and, that, and that game is inexcusably terrible. Right. But Superman Returns is possibly as bad. Right. It's one of those ones where, the flying's great, uh-huh. I give it that, yep. but it, there's a weird, it, it's hard to kind of... Make him fly and then land naturally. Yes, it's a real it kind of awkward jarring, and then you're stuck on the ground, and it's and it's weird, and you and you get your powers or whatever, but you're like, oh, you've earned your, your heat vision, or right. whatever, right? And then you get your heat vision, and then they're like, oh, these beings from another dimension, they're heat vision proof, right? So you have to lose use your, your freeze breath or whatever, right? And it's just not good or compelling in the in any way. And at the end of the game, you fight a hurricane. No, you at the end of the game, you fight a tornado. Huh. That so, sounds awful. It's just the worst. That's even worse than lifting up a big thing, which is the end of <laughs> the actual film, Superman Returns. Uh, you fight Metallo in it as well, or Metallo, Metallo, Metallo Potato, yeah. Tomato. Mm. And there's a... And beings from another dimension. That's yeah. slightly more interesting than the I film. think it starts off where you fight Darkseid in space on a spaceship. It sounds really interesting. It does sound interesting, but... It's and not. It, no, it's not. It's the worst. And there's a cutscene in it uh, that I remember saw the trailer for, and it was all CGI cutscenes, so I should have known... And you fight Metallo and he's a giant building-sized robot. Uh-huh. And you fly through his kryptonite heart or whatever and tear it out. Or something yep. like that happens. Uh-huh. And it looked incredible. I'm an idiot because obviously it's an all-CGI cutscene. Right. But yeah, that, that is not a good game. Huh. I've said, said this before. The Captain America game on, uh, X, on Xbox 360 and PS3 is good. Uh-huh. It's not amazing, but it's solid. Mm-hmm. Really good fighting mechanics. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns on the Atari Lynx is amazing. <laughs> right, okay, I've yeah. that I know. I'm aware. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we could do a whole episode on this. I think though. so, yeah. Yeah. You got any others? Well, uh, Prototype, as you mentioned, that's, yeah. that's a superhero-esque sure. game. Yeah, and yeah. Infamous. Have you... Yeah, I played it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked it. I didn't I didn't like it as much as everybody else did, I there think. There you go. Yeah. Okay. But right. I, I preferred Prototype. Mm, me. But yeah, but that's not based on the comic book, Mason. You've made a grave error in judgment. But they made there. some very average tie-in comics, I'm sure. <laughs> so... Still counts. There's also some really good Game Boy Advance Spider-Man games uh-huh. that are side-scrollers. The, the, the official Spider-Man movie game on the Game Boy Advance is really good. I never had a Game Boy Advance, but you look like you're stifling a yawn. No! No, tell me more about your Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> I didn't have one. I used to download the emulator uh-huh. ones. But yeah, that, they were really, really cool. Huh. The one based on the movie is good, and there's some other ones that yep. are really good. So yeah. Also, this isn't a video a, a comic, but I love the Dark Forces Jedi Knight games. Yeah, completely irrelevant. <laughs> you got me. I did. But this section doesn't have a theme song, so, so I can go in. No rules apply. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, Joel. Thank you. We appreciate it. Mm. Um, Andre A. And a few yep. people others have asked me to, to share my Goat Hand Solo ultimatum. Oh, sure. Because I promised that I would share it a few weeks back, and then I never did. Mm. What the bizarre, the bizarre thing about this is... I never thought I would have a platform other than you for my Goat Hand Solo ultimatum. Yes, because your avatar on Twitter is is a Goat Hand Solo. <laughs> That's right, which is a joke only you get. Right. Until now. Whoa. So, basically, Revelations. This, is, this is the ultimatum. Please hit me back on Twitter for an answer on this. I would like people's opinion as well. Yeah, so hit me in. And why. Don't just tell us. Yeah. Tell us why. Yeah. I was going, basically, the ultimatum is, 
these are your two scenarios. You choose between the two, these two things. Would you rather? Would you rather be Harrison Ford as he is now, stuck in the Star Wars universe? Bearing in mind, Harrison Ford hates Star Wars <laughs> and he hates talking about Star Wars. So he's stuck in this universe. People would occasionally mistake him for Han Solo and he doesn't understand anything because yep. he's a he's an angry old man. They're like, let's go get the grizzled orcs connected to the Flagamagoos or whatever. That's all he hears. Right. And, he's, and he just wants to drink himself to death in a bar. But yep. people keep bothering him and asking him, you know, about stories about Han Solo. But at the same time, <laughs> it, he is in an amazing universe where anything can happen. Yes. And maybe he, you know... He embraces it. Embraces it, yeah. Or maybe, so can, yeah. Or maybe he's killed in a bar fight. Well, one of those, yeah. yeah. But it's your call because you are... Your yeah. Han Solo. I mean, you're Harrison Ford, so you can take that wherever you want. Bearing in mind, this isn't your personality in... It's, hard. it's, Harrison, it's Ford. Harrison Ford's personality. Yeah. So you are essentially Harrison Ford. Mm. That's option number one. Option number two... You are Han Solo, right? You are Han Solo in our universe. Yep. You have the ship. You have the blaster. You have the blaster. You don't have Chewie, let's okay. say. Yep. But you are a goat. Yes. <laughs> so you are goat Han Solo <laughs> stuck in our universe. Right. So you've got the personality. You can the, fly all about the universe. Yep, the swagger. You got the swagger. You got it all. You got the charm for you got the ladies. The- <laughs> but you're a goat. You got a little goat vest on. <laughs> You can operate your blaster with your little goat hands. Yeah, but I think we made it so you can use the blaster. It's mm. not explained how, yeah. but this, you just can. Yeah. So yeah, what do you choose? Yeah, it's a really good, it's a really good question, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think of the goat is a standy uppy goat? Or I think a... he's a standy uppy goat. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Mm. So yeah, please uh, hit us on, hit us back on Twitter. This is the most important question we've ever asked on this show. <laughs> so if you could. Uh, he just put us both into it at Wikipedia Brown for Mason correct at Mr. Sunday Movies for me please let us know and next week we'll tell us tell you our we'll tell it up and we'll see how that goes <laughs> yeah do you have an opinion do you have an oh, actually we don't want to sway this do we no we don't I wouldn't say either way yeah, yeah. but next week but maybe, we know we'll chime in <laughs> we know. I, we know. I, I still I think this is one of my best ultimatums simply because for me it's really difficult to choose mm, yeah so yeah yeah fucked either way mate that's right <laughs> Oh, it's awesome either way. It's glorious either way. Yeah. Just quickly, Mason, before we go, before we leave this place. Yes. As you uh, showed me on the Twitter. Mm -hmm. Or I saw on the Twitter. But we saw it on Twitter. We've both seen seen things on Twitter. We've seen Uh, some things on Twitter, mate. (laughs) You know it. It's a wild west out there. It sure is. Uh, Stephanie Hayden. Yes. uh, Who just had a baby with Justin. Mm -hmm. A beautiful young baby boy. Mm -hmm. Who was luckily born about a week or so before Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Relief. I know, right? Allowing Justin to go see Winter Soldier on his birthday. How yeah. terrific. So he has the gift of a newborn baby and the gift of a movie with a metal arm fighting a guy with a shield. In a sweet knife fight. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that all worked out for the best. Happy birthday. Do you think in life things work out for the best? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> for everybody? Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> all right, Mason, that's the show for the week. You seem sad about that. I just think You about... just want the show to go on forever. <laughs> Well, you know what? I really enjoyed doing this show. It's good, isn't it? It's one of the highlights of my week, probably. Yes. Is it yours? Yes. <laughs> you can say no. It is, but it's quite early. Yeah, it is. Right now. Yeah, it is. It's real early. Sorry, because I have a Bucks party today, as you're aware. That's right. God. There's going to be some shenanigans. I know. Are you going to go go-karting? No, I hope who not. Go, who goes to a 1 p.m. Bucks party? This is going to go all night. It's one of these all-day things. No, I don't know. It's just mostly at a pub. 
But it's one of these things that he's having two. He's having one now uh-huh. for people who can't go to Queensland. And in two weeks, we're all going to Queensland. Right. And last time I went to Queensland, or the times I went, I, I nearly die every time. It's not good for you. Because of snakes. Because of snakes, yeah. <laughs> it's very unpleasant, so I'm not looking forward to that. Uh-huh. So I've already recorded my Sunday video for tomorrow, knowing how bad I'm going to be. Great. So yeah, be prepared for your drunkenness, Mason. I'm ready. Manage your time around it. Good idea. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Shout outs this, uh, if you want to email in for whatever, mm-hmm. at um, weeklyplanetpod at Facebook, Gmail, Twitter. Mm. Mine is Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. Yours Correct. is Wikipedia Brown. Indeed. On Twitter. Correct. Have a great week, everybody. See you, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening.